She's tough. When I went up Wednesday, her leg was really, really swollen. Yeah. Took food, and I was back up again Friday. So uh, she's just gonna need prayers, and and, and I know I know her. She she'll be back here at church for, she's tough. for a long. You know? She's tough. I talked to her on the phone. I'll tell you right now, she's up to the task. Yeah, she can't handle it. She can't handle sitting down. Amen. But the doctor said, you know, he would try to get the ankle back as straight as he could. Yeah. They're going to have to put two plates in, and then she broke it up above the ankle, so they're going to work with that first. But uh, she was in, she's been in a lot of pain, though. She's going to be in a pill, won't even help. Yeah, on your bottom or up here? Get up here. Now. And still Bonnie, I talked to her too, and she's doing so much better. Yeah. Doing so much better. Really? She said she can't wait to get back to church. Bless her heart. She's in her kitchen making somebody a cake yesterday, and I said, well, they should be making you one. That's Bonnie. That's Bonnie. Amen. Amen. Yeah, ma'am. And made me 
now, new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen. James wanted me to sing his. Good. And he loves to hear. Hallelujah. Got my amen corner back there. Yeah, he likes those. Bless
down. Two down. Two down. Two down. Two down. singing this morning. I thank God for it. Amen. Amen. Good brother Patrick here. Thank you, brother. Uh, you want to turn the thanks over to brother Patrick? Yeah. Lord, we thank you for everything that you do for us. Thank you for bringing us in the house of the Lord. And we ask you to just help us learn the word and help us find the glory and the love that we need to find bless in you, Lord. And just let us all just enjoy this service and enjoy each other's company. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Bless you, Brother Patrick. <coughs> Amen. I would say the Lord loves a cheerful giver. It's not how much you give, it's why you give. Amen. But uh, we thank the Lord for the opportunity and to have something to give to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people Amen. been through it this week. Been visiting a lot of people, doing a lot of praying. Been in revival over at... Uh, <coughs> Rocky Hill Church over there, brother. Uh, well, missed his name, our Lewis. Uh, brother Lewis, I can't think of his first name now. Bradley. Bradley Lewis. Thank you, thank you, brother. Mitchell. Got too much on my plate. I ain't got enough mind to hold it. Amen. But brother Bradley, he preached the last message over there. Preached out of Matthew chapter, Mark chapter two. But Eric done jumped on me about calling the wrong name, which I'm doing it. Even right now, but in Mark chapter two, he's talking about sometimes you got to tear the roof off, and uh, he done a good job. I thought it was a great message. Brother Charles, he preached Tuesday night. Charles Fishback on sometimes you got to wrestle for the blessing. Brother Rick Devoe, he preached Sunday night on three crosses and the meaning of the three about the lost man, the, the repentant man, and the, and the Savior. There, he done a good job. And Brother Warner preached Wednesday night for Brother Jimmy. Uh, Christian Berry, he preached Tuesday night on why do people, why do so many go to hell? And then Wednesday night, Brother Warner Fishback preached on don't worry about the storm. And then Brother Johnson Allen preached uh, on uh, Thursday night about time to make a decision. And then Brother Amen. Brother Frazier, uh, brain dead again, he preached on tearing the roof off. Amen. I'll tell you, my little old feeble brain. If I could take it out and put it up there, you'd say, I see your problem, Brother Eddie. Amen. But well, we had a busy week. I appreciate having Brother Jack Patterson with us last Sunday. Done a good job teaching and preaching. I really enjoyed it. I've been on vacation, to be honest with you. I didn't teach, didn't preach last week. And I've been soaking up, preaching all week. So I'm kind of, kind of running on full this morning. I praise God for that too. Amen. I'm glad there is a, a well we can draw from. Living water, amen. amen. Uh, let me uh, make a couple of announcements here. Uh, we'll, we'll be having a Wednesday night service this week. I canceled last Wednesday night. I appreciate Brother Patrick. He posted online. That's how I found out Carolyn Broker League was looking to see if, if it was posted on there. And I did find it. And and I found out, I guess, uh, through the grapevine that Carolyn Felton Broker League didn't even know nothing about it because we called her. And she done been through a terrible ordeal before we've even known about it. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm not kind of like uh, found out all this about the late. But Brother Patrick, bless his heart, he posted that Sunday night. I appreciate that, Brother Patrick. Yes. I wonder, God, I could do this stuff. 
I appreciate all those of you not only that can do it, but do do what you do because it helps a bunch. As you can tell, I've got a full plate. Most of the time, I'm, I'm lucky to do what I do. Amen. But I appreciate that. I thank everybody. But we will have Wednesday night service this week. The reason I canceled uh, last Wednesday night was because that revival. And it was a good revival and I really wanted to be there. And I'm glad I was able to be there. Right there in the backyard, 15 minutes Amen. from the house. That really made it a real blessing. Amen. Amen. But uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get back on schedule this Wednesday night. This daylight saving time beat me like a drum. I hate it. I never get no joy of them changing the time. I still ain't got all my clocks. Donnie, yesterday he showed me how to reset the time on that newer car out there. And I don't think really he knows how to do it. I think he just got lucky myself. I was watching him. I thought, man, I feel sorry for him. He done had that thing way out there. I'll let the good Lord do it, brother. Amen. Anyway, he got it. Him the Lord. They got the time right. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, a lot of people sick right now. We've been praying for Brother Patrick and Sister Faye, Passion, Brother Ronnie. Yes. And uh, we've been lifting up prayer. Good to see Faye here this morning. Bless her heart. I know she'd rather have Ronnie sitting there beside her. But uh, we know part be of Christ far better. And uh, we ain't there yet, but we're going to get there. I believe it was uh, Brother Eric and Rita just sung the song there in his arms. And one day we'll be in those arms. Amen. Amen. One day we'll be in that heavenly abode. One day, hallelujah, when the parade, we'll, we'll be the ones on the front marching in the parade. Amen. Right now we're waiting for the Lord to come get us. Amen. But uh, we're going to do some preaching this morning. Try to anyway. Uh, Book of Job chapter number 1. I was going to preach this message last Sunday. And I'll tell you right now, I would have been better off. I, I like my messages fresh. What that means is old brother Eddie gets up early in the morning and prepares his message right before he gets here. I don't have everybody else get there, but I get mine kind of like a little whisper. Then I'm supposed to do something with it. The more I do with it, the more it becomes. But uh, we're, we're going to be reading out of the book of Job chapter 1. Uh, we're going to read uh, the whole chapter 1. And uh, <clears throat> we'll do our best to deliver this message. been hanging over my head longer than most messages for a week. But uh, Job chapter number 1, we'll read the first 22, well the whole chapter. It says, There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. That man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and skewed evil. You know that first verse says so much about Job. There were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, and 500 yoke of oxen. And he's pretty wealthy here. And 500 she-asses and a very great household so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. And his sons went and feasted, not fasted, his sons went and feasted in their houses Every one his day, I guess that's like a birthday, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so when the days of their feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings 
according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Well, Job's quite a man. And uh, as you can tell, he, he paid attention to what he had. Now there was a day, Sarah, when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? There's none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and skilleth evil. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Doeth Job fear God for naught? Hast thou not made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? I say thank God for the hedge. Amen. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands. That tells me Job was a working man. And his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath and he will curse thee to thy face. Now remember the devil's a liar and the father of it. And uh, even though he's making this statement it's a bold faced lie. And the Lord said unto Satan behold all that he hath is in thy power only upon himself Put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. The devil couldn't wait to get this opportunity. I'm going to say he probably hated Job. Like he hates us. And there was a day, boy. That's not good terminology. There was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. They must have been bad because that's all they like to do is eat and drink. I don't read nothing about them but eating and drinking. The whole thing about the sons and daughters. And there came a messenger unto Job and said the oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them and the sabins fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am a and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, in other words, one after another, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they are dead and I only am escaped alone to tell thee then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said naked came I out of my mother's womb 
and naked shall I return hither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not nor charged foolishly. We'll stop our reading right there. And we're preaching today on Job's going through it. And pray with me. Father, we thank you, Lord, that the only thing between us and the devil that took all that Job had is you and that hedge of protection, Lord. We thank you for that hedge. We thank you, Lord, for your your not only your protection, but Lord, your promises to us were Lord. You said I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. You said, Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. And Lord, we just pray, dear God, even today, knowing so many are going through so many things, even while we're preaching this morning, Lord, I know they're not going through it alone. I know you're carrying them. Oh, Lord, you're, you're uh, comforting them. Lord, you're with them through it, Lord. And we just pray, dear God, today for all of our brothers and sisters. Your word says they're suffering the same afflictions. Lord, there's nothing strange. Uh, Lord, concerning the fiery trial, which is the trials, Lord. It's not our home, Lord. But Lord, when we do get home, uh, praise God, there will be no more sore trials. There will be no more troubles. There will be no more tears. And I pray, dear God, this morning, you will help us, Lord, for what we've read about Job, to endure hardness as a good soldier of the cross. And Lord, to keep going for God, help, I pray. Bless, Lord, I pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask it, Lord. Amen. Like I said, we're preaching today on Joe's going through it. Yesterday was Veterans Day. And uh, my dad, he was in the military. My mom kept me from getting in. I enlisted, but I was the only child. And somehow or another, she was able to say, my son ain't going. And uh, you know, I wanted to serve. And some gave some, some gave all. But I'll tell you, they went through it. And the reason you have freedom today is because somebody went through it. You might not have went, but those that did went, or those that did go, they had a job to do. And I'll tell you right now, the reason we got our independence in 1776 is because we fought for it. And if you want to have any independence or any freedom, uh, you better fight for it too. There's some down here determined to take away every right you got to undermine your constitution to make sure you can't enjoy the blessings of God in America and the freedom we take for granted in America. I'm telling you, you might go through it, but praise God, you can go through it with God. Amen. Yeah, like I said, some gave some. That's right. Some gave all. They didn't come back. Somebody had a problem with all the crosses in Allerton Cemetery. They removed every single cross. I done a military funeral up in Columbia. When I got up there, Brother James, I noticed there wasn't a cross one out there in the cemetery. Them boys over there smoking, you know, and I said, Y'all notice him like this? Ah. Uh, it was a military funeral. He's waiting on some things there, you know, and I said, out across one out there. One woman said she was offended by the cross on someone's grave. Hmm. You see, this ain't heaven, Brother Danny. Now, I, I don't like the fact that the crosses were removed, but I 
shows you how the devil works. Right. You know, tolerance works one way, one sided. Uh, they want you to tolerate them, but they don't want to tolerate you. Uh, you know, diversity is kind of like to their advantage, not to yours. Hey, I, I know I'm not of the world no more. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. But I'll tell you what, I've got to live down here. The Lord comes for me. And one of these days, praise God, they'll have their way. I'll be gone, star. They won't have to worry about me messing up all their plans, being under the conviction of them. And I'm the salt of the world. You are too, you say. We're the light of the world. I'm telling you, life sounds good in darkness. And Joe's going through it, amen. The devil's mad. I want you to know, he ain't happy. Because Job worshiped that God with that brother Mitchell. That's right. Man. He's expecting Job to throw in the towel right. and curse God. Right. Somebody right. said the reason the devil didn't destroy Job's wife because he used her. She said, Do us thou still retain thy integrity, curse God and die. I'm telling you, sometimes your own family members will be the very thing the devil will use to come against you. Jesus said, A man's foes shall be thou of his own household. That's right. That's not true altogether. But in the tribulation, it will be. In the great tribulation, sir, the children will go tell on their parents and the parents will go tell on their children. And they'll be publicly beheaded. They'll be publicly slain. There'll be a lot of fear in the great tribulation. We're going to have some tribulations that will just just like tribulation. I, I'm like everybody else. I'm allergic to pain. I'm so sorry about what happened to Carolyn. But she's tough. I'm telling you, she, she's up to the task. She's tough. She's strong. She'll make it through it. It may take a little while. It won't take long with her. It'll take me probably years to be able to get back on my feet. Amen. I'm telling you, I, I don't like pain. I don't have nothing to do with it. I'll tell you. Joe here, he's going through it. Amen. Iran, uh, they, they say that the U.S. will be hit hard if there's no ceasefire in, in Gaza. And, uh, you know, they made that statement there. And, and uh, they, they come up, you know, protesting in the streets and taking down the American flags and putting up the Palestinian flags. Something wrong there, big time wrong. What are they doing over here? Man, I'm telling you, we had a president not too long back couldn't even name how many states we got. I think he may not have been joking. Maybe he's done having a few states. Maybe we got a Palestinian state. <laughs> Maybe we got a Muslim state. I don't know. Last time I checked, we didn't have no 54 or 55 like he said, amen. You know what I mean? There's just, just a lot going on down here. I done left the notes. I kind of like it like that. I'll tell you, we just sent a nuclear submarine to the Mediterranean. I just want you to know there's only one way to deal with the problem, and that's with force. You, you can't. Me and Brother James was talking to earlier talking about the fathers. Got to start picking myself up. Daddy finally got to do my thick head. Brother James said, hey, he realized it. He said, just keep your mouth shut and do what he's told to. Amen. That's kind of what you got to do. Uh, you know, these, these, these Iranian Itoas or whatever they call them, that nuclear submarine that's sitting over there, they know that through a laser-guided missile, they can drop it on their head. They know that. Now you talking about force. I, I don't remember exactly who it was. He said I walked softly back here, big stick. Who was that? Rose, Teddy Roosevelt. One of them. We got a big stick. And it's really not our nuclear warheads. It's God Himself. Right. I want you to know God bless America. 
in God we trust. If we got any sense at all, we'll never let that go fade. I'm telling you, through God, we can get through it. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how, how, how much threat they can lay up against us. I'm telling you, the Bible says, if God be for you, who can be against you? I'm telling you, I'm going with God. Amen. Job didn't have no choice. He said, the Lord gave us, and the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going with God. Joshua said, choose you this day. Whom he'll serve. He said, As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That's not like a decision, man. Well, that's what Job did. He didn't have any other option. It wasn't like he could say, Hey, can I take door number three? I'm telling you, he said, The Lord gave. The Lord take the way. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. What happened over there to Israel's probably going to happen over here. You know what? Uh, Israel, they rejected the U.S.'s calls for a ceasefire. And I don't blame them there. I mean, I heard a guy this morning talking about Hamas. He said, they're, they're not soldiers, they're assassins. They brutally assassinated and murdered innocent people. They're not soldiers. And the cowards, now, now that Israel's getting right up on them, now that Israel has destroyed their tunnels and all their defenses, now they're crying like little girls, somebody do something. Yeah, nothing pretty about war, but if you got to have a war, you know you would be done with it. Amen? But now they started this mess, and it's a mess. It's a biblical mess. We already know the Bible talks about that there will be a nation against nation. There will be wars, rumors of wars. When you see the armies come past around about Jerusalem, know that it's not even to the door. But even going through it, Job held fast his integrity there verse number 3. He, uh, Job chapter 2 verse number 3 uh, he, he held his integrity he didn't, he didn't let go and that's what we got to do we got to hold on trouble didn't his problems didn't make no sense but he held on and he, and he never gave up and that's the way our life is down here you got to hold on the Bible says having done all stand there with amen uh, in Ephesians Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13 says stand therefore. Paul told Timothy endure hardness as a good soldier of the cross. 2 Timothy 2 verse 3. You know his wife confronted him with that curse God and die. There in verse number 9 of Job chapter 2. His friends were miserable comforters to him. In Job chapter number 16 verse number 2. Hey listen, your family, may, they may not agree with you about certain things. You'll have to make a decision. Job's decision, sir, was I'm going with God. Amen. Now, Job, I'll tell you what, he wasn't no pushover. Right. There's probably more than him. I can't wait to meet him up there in heaven. Yeah. I'm going to say, buddy, he's going to be exceptional. Amen. When God brags about somebody, you know they got something. Amen, brother. Right. Amen. God bragged on him. I believe God put him, uh, you know, uh, Amen. put him in this situation. I believe he recommended Job. He said, you so bad, won't you try my servant Job? You think you bad, devil. But Job's grief, it was very great there in Job chapter 2 verse 13. He cursed everything but God. He cursed his birthday in Job chapter 3 verse 1. And by the way, he ain't the only one Peter cursed when he denied the Lord on the third time there in Mark chapter 14 verse 71. Amen. And maybe you at some time have said, I wish I'd never been born. I can remember when I was young, we was talking here this morning, Brother James. I can remember back when I didn't have no sense. I ain't got much sense now. 
And I can remember things didn't go my way saying something like, I wish I'd never been born. Oh, ain't that something? I didn't have no choice in the matter. It ain't like I saw what birthday I was going to have, what color I was going to be, or what I was going to be. It wasn't like I had any choice in the matter. But every now and then we get on a pity party, get on our little island, and you know we square back. I wish I'd never been born. Well, God meant you to be here. There's a reason you're here. Every one of us, Brother Don, has got a purpose. I wish to God He'd send us words so we know what we are supposed to be, do what we're supposed to do, do where we're supposed to go, all of that. But, uh, you know, the Bible does say the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And not only does He order them, but uh, well, we need to search them out and walk in them. Amen. I remember hearing a preacher, I think it was maybe yesterday morning, Donnie may have heard this too. I, I think it was Brother Billy, uh, Billy uh, Compton or Billy. Carter, Billy Carter is talking about it. Smith went out to the barn and he told his boy stay in the house. He went out to the barn and there's something behind him. Turned around and there's his boy right behind him. He said, boy, I told you stay in that barn. He said, I'm okay, daddy. He said, what do you mean you're okay? I told you stay in the house. Don't come out of there. He said, I walk in your footsteps. I step where you stepped. I step. I didn't think about that. I thought I could see where he had, had a, uh, a thought there. You know, I'm okay. I ain't done that. I'm just walking in your footsteps. Amen. But here Job is. Uh, his, his grief is very great there in Job chapter 2 verse 13. And uh, when his friends saw that, boy, they kept their mouth shut for seven days and seven nights. It'd be good if they could have kept them shut, but they didn't. But they did for seven days. And like I said, uh, Job cursed everything. But, uh, you know, but God, He cursed His birthday. And, and Job, He's been beaten to a pulp by the devil. But He's holding on. He's not giving up. You know, the devil, uh, He's going through it pretty good in this too. Because He thinks, what's this man made out of? Jesus told Peter that Satan had desired to have him. That he may sift him as wheat. In Luke 22, verse 31. And let me just tell you right now, the devil wants you too. He wants to turn your life upside down. He wants to get you, a, a, you know, a, a, I guess having a pity party instead of praising God. He wants to get you sidetracked instead of keeping your eyes on the Lord. I'm telling you, Jesus told Peter, I pray for you that your faith fail not there. Verse 32 of Luke chapter 22. Jesus lives ever to make intercession for us. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25. You know the Bible tells us weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning. Psalms chapter 30 verse 5. I watched Brother Ronnie. He's going through it. Ain't nothing you can do. It's kind of like being on a roller coaster. He's got to ride it out. Boy, he was, he was a trooper, wasn't he? Like? He was. I'm telling you. Never did ever waver. And uh, praise God, he got saved. Amen. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's the greatest thing we've got is salvation. Through salvation, yeah. we're going all the way. Some people don't go all the way. They go so far in this life, and their life ends, and that's as far as they got in life. Praise God, we got eternal life. Not only this life here, but we got another one. Praise God, much better in a better place, and never has no end at all. And I'll tell you, praise God, Brother Ronnie laid hold on eternal life. Amen. No matter how bad it gets here, it's going to be better there. Amen. Amen. You know, I think, I praise God, Brother Ronnie, what a blessing. Well, see him sitting in here enjoying, enjoying the blessing of God. Amen. Oh my! 
Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Job, he's not alone in this trial. And you won't be neither. God's with him every step of the way. Jesus told his disciples, Lo, I'm with you always, uh, even until the end of the world. Matthew 28, verse 20. And Jesus tells us, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13, 5. That we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. Uh, Hebrews 13, verse 6. David found Ziglag burnt with fire, burnt to the ground, and everyone's wives and children had been taken captive there in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 through 3. And David was greatly distressed, but David, the Bible said, encouraged himself in the Lord his God, verse number 6. And David asked, Shall I pursue? And God said, Yes. And David said, Shall I recover? And verse 19 said, He recovered all. Amen. We can't lose. The devil may put it, make you look like you ain't having success, maybe trying to make it look like you're losing. But we can't lose. That's right. Oh. We're citizens of another country. And we'll get there, we'll understand more about our problems down here, but right now, just hold on. Keep keep going. Don't throw in the towel. Don't let up. I'm telling you, Job's going through it, but he ain't going through it alone. The Lord's with him every step of the way. Job, when he got down pretty bad, Job said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. You know, when you get down like Brother, Brother Ronnie was, there in the bed, down to just skin and bone. Job said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. And that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Job 19 verse 25. You talking about encouragement. Man, I'm telling you. I bet the devil wished he had some of that. Amen. Job said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. He said, whom I shall see for myself. Or in Job chapter 19 verse 25. He said, for whom I shall see for myself. And my eyes shall behold him. Verse 27. Glory to God. He said, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Job 13.15 I'm telling you, buddy. Amen. Job's not going through it alone, Brother Mitchell. That's right. Mm. He's not only got someone with him, but he's got confidence to know right. that no matter how bad it gets here. Lord. Try to remember who said this. I know our light affliction uh, works a more greater reward for a moment. I mean, uh, Sister Rita, she's been sick. Brother Eric's been sick. Sister Carolyn broke her leg. Brother Darby's telling me about Judy and Geraldine. Sister Brenda Goff been going through it. A lot of people going through it right now. And I'll tell you what, thank God for the grace of God. It's here, you know, to help us when we're going through it. And the Word of God's there to comfort us when we're going through it. I'm telling you, we might have to go through it. But praise God, we don't have to go through it alone. We can encourage ourselves in the Lord our God. We can look to our heel which come of our help. Our help come up on the Lord that made heaven and earth. I'm telling you, praise God. Job's pretty up in his spirit. He ain't down and out. He's going through it, but not alone. Amen. Peter told us, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials of this life. 1 Peter 4.2 Paul told us that through patience and comfort of the Scriptures we might have hope. Romans 15 verse 4 In which hope that we have it's an 
anchor of our soul, both sure and steadfast. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19. We might be going through it. But I'll tell you what, we're going to make it through it. I can't explain some of the things that I've seen. I can't explain some of the things I've heard. I just know one thing. He's got this. Yeah, that's right. My son's going to listen real good this morning out of Psalms chapter 3. A lot of it. A lot of it just don't make no sense. The old song says, trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Just hold on to Him. He'll get you through it. He'll get you all the way. One day we'll graduate, hopefully with honors. One day we'll hear the words, well done. Enter thou unto the joy of the Lord. I tell you, praise God. This ain't all His touch. We see part of it. That Queen of Sheba come to see about King Solomon. And when she saw him, Brother Eric, she said, I didn't believe the report till I came and said it. And she said it was a true report. However, the half ain't been told. Yeah. Amen. It'll be worth it. Somebody wrote a song, it'll be worth it all. Yeah, that's right. I can say it, you might get discouraged down here. You might get down down here. There might be some things that the devil does to you while you're down here. I ain't got no control over my dreams, but here lately I've been dreaming some pretty good dreams. Here lately I've had the thought that I'm supposed to start some kind of a rescue mission. And it's going to be a big thing. going to be feeding people and giving them a place to sleep, something to eat, and, and preaching the Word of God to them. And, have an elementary Amen. school or get the little ones started off on the right foot, get them rooted and grounded before the world tries to turn them for a loop. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know when. I just believe. And I'm waiting on the Lord to like accomplish, point me, or instruct me, or tell me. That encourages me, son. I love people. I try to have compassion on all I do. I can't fix it all. He can. But I'll tell you what, I want to fix it all, but I can't. But I'll tell you what, I love helping people. And if the Lord's in it, I'm in it. If He's not in it, I don't want any. But I'll tell you, I feel led and instructed that one day I'll be in a big building and there'll be a lot of people, a lot of them be broken. They'll be ever coloring the rainbow. They'll have every kind of problem there is to have. But they'll be there for one reason, to hear some good news, to hear about some love of God that somebody cares, that somebody can help, somebody can fix it. I'm telling you, I don't know how many people are going through it. I just know this Jesus can help every single one of them. Glory to God. Amen. There ain't a thing too hard for Him. Things are impossible, man, are possible to God. He makes a way where there is no way. He provided a table in the wilderness, fed them with quail, fed them with manna. He led them. And if he's, if that's what he wants, that's what I want. Amen. I'll tell you what, it'll make more sense later right now, it don't. But it encourages me to think that one day, sir, multitudes sitting out there for the Word of God won't hear some good news. Won't hear about the love of God. Won't hear about heaven, a place God prepared for those that love Him look to His appearing. God be willing, it'll be reality. That's right. He's not willing. I don't want it to be reality. I'll tell you right now, it'd be a pretty big burden. 
But I'll tell you what won't be a big burden without his help. He'll help a man. Don't worry me about that. And like I said, I, I, I'm just kind of like just a little preacher doing a little work. But I do believe God's pointing in that direction. I, I, it'd make me happy if it was in Smith's Grove, Kentucky, find a great big building and lay it out there, have accommodations, you know, for people that are broken to come in and get some help, come in and get fixed, come in and find Jesus. Amen. I'd love to see that. Even though Job went through it, he didn't give up. I'll tell you what the Bible makes a reference to Job. It said, consider, uh, you know, the, the goodness of God that through patience, Job made it through that sore trial. He never did give up. I think it's in the book of James. I think it is. talks about the Lord being long-suffering and uh, patient with us. And uh, He is. Lord, we thank You, Lord, for the thought this morning. Thank You, Lord, for these that are here, Lord. Uh, in the service. Thank you for those that are listening by way of the internet, by way of the live stream. Lord, we just want to offer hope and help. And Lord, we can't offer nothing but you, but you've got all the hope and the help that anybody could ever need. That lady said, if I could just touch a hem of his garment, she said, I know I'll be made whole. And she was. And Lord, so can we. And help, Lord, I pray today. And bless your children today. And help us for the hour we're living in, Father. We don't know for all I know right now, Lord, a nuclear missile being fired, I don't know. I just know, praise God, I'm going to heaven. No matter what comes our way, nothing can separate me from Him. Nothing can keep us from the blessing of God. And Lord, I pray you help us, Lord, in this. In Jesus' name we pray and ask it. Amen. Amen. I'll get Brother Eric, please, if you would. A verse of invitation on him. Get Sister Sharon to help him. I ask you to stand to your feet. You may not need to do a thing. And if you don't need to do a thing,